Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. I'm here today with Simone Sloan of Your Choice Coach. She is nice enough to spend some time going over some things that are really important with diversity and inclusion for larger companies um, in, you know, starting out individuals. So thank you so much for being with us today, Simone. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Very excited. And so, Simone, what trends have you seen in your industry in this past year? It's been a really interesting year, if you will. And I think that diversity, being in the space of diversity, equity, inclusion, for one, has just been a, a spiral, right? Um, where after the George Floyd um, scene that we saw, um, companies have been more proactive in their um, needs, desires, wants to learn more. And it's driven organically within their organization of asking it. And two, also realizing how, you know, given the demand shifts that are happening, how the competitive advantage that can be gleaned yeah. and gleaned um, from the space. But more importantly too, it's not only the want desires and, and, and needs around it, but the conversations have also shifted and it's gotten the breadth and depth and scope. This has been very um, inspiring and, and really exciting to see. That's great. And it's interesting that you're saying the conversation has shifted because I feel like it's also just starting. Yeah, well, st yes, you're absolutely right in terms of um, some starting and those that are at, at different levels because everyone has their gradients, right? Mm -hmm. And really understanding where they are. And so when I say shifted more of a proactive approach in terms of wanting, right, needing and understanding and wanting to gain more understanding around it as opposed to, oh, we, we have extra funds, let's just do a training. Right, because it doesn't stop at the training either. It needs to be part of the daily behaviors. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Very intentional, very deliberate and um, really and truly practice because it's not a sprint. You're not trying to boil the ocean either, but um, but you do want to understand that you're going to have ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And as long as everybody's in it together, I think that's one of the most important things as part of the communication. Right. I mean, communication is completely essential in making sure the messaging comes across right, no matter what industry or what cause. Right. So with so much change over the past year, where are things going in the next year or two? That's a great question. I think that as more companies um, become uh, more aware in terms of where they are with their diversity and inclusion strategies or starting their journey, uh, depending upon where they are, they realize that it's an increased need for an experience and how do you communicate your story as part of that experience. Um, I think virtually it became very challenging for companies when they were onboarding because you have a culture, people are in a building and you can feel and vibe. And I think that um, really now it provided at least a pause to really think about what type of experience do we want our employees to have? What is our culture and how do we communicate that, right? Socially, outside, publicly and internally. And how do you do that in a virtual remote workforce right now? That seems daunting. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to shift the way you're, you, you do your onboarding piece. And I think that communication and overly communicating is key, but also being very intentional how to um, connect the employees so that way their journey and their, they don't feel like they're this siloed black hole, if you will, and kind of get them more involved and engaged in that process. And so it doesn't just stop at the hiring manager or HR. It's a combination effort that has to be done very intentionally around it. That's great. 
the um I guess that leads into my next question of how do you make connections with others? So I guess in this case, it would be your clients or their employees. How do you make that connection again, virtually? Virtually, yeah. It, you know, um, <laughs> I think we've all had that challenge, right? <laughs> in the virtual connection. Just and a little. Meeting. I think really having not only if you had an offline presence, I think even more importantly is that digital presence mm -hmm. and how you communicate it out in content that you're utilizing with your social media, um, as well as the stories that you're telling and relating it back to your brand. I'm not saying, you know, out there, hey, look at me. I'm trying to um, buy me, buy me, but really look at my expertise what value am I bringing to you? How can I support you during this time? And I think that is also part of the story when you're looking at it in terms of connecting with clients and things. And that's, that's a great way to relate to people is with social media because they can kind of spy in on your life a little bit and see, do you practice what you preach? Do you, how do you live? Who are you? How can I trust you? Yeah. So how have you used social media or networking to help further your cause? Well, I'll tell you this, that my reason for being, raison d'etre, is um, connections. Mm -hmm. And I love connecting pe with people and I love being able to be value and connecting others. And so um, whether people reaching out to me via social media and posting my content that's out there, but even so, even if I'm connecting with someone, um, either from an, you leveraging my network existing or just cold, right? That happens. Um, I'm always looking at ways in which how can I value somebody else? Or how can I help them? And I think being in service of others also helps with, with furthering those connections once you've made them. So it's not just a one time transaction or a one way transaction, but I'm always looking at how do I create value for others? That's wonderful. So I, I know that you're in the business of people and change. And you've recently written an article about care, why it's important. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about that? Sure. You know, when you're talking about, we're talking about living and working in a virtual world, and one of the key things becomes empowering people and resiliency. And part of that, I say, is a, it's a care strategy that should be taken, where it's curiosity, adaptability, resiliency, and empathy. And my real, okay, I'll pause. Yeah, goosebumps. <laughs> And when you look at it from that care model, it's really the curiosity, what questions am I asking or not? What is it that I know or I don't know? Who else should I be leveraging? Mm -hmm. And from the empathy piece, really leaning into understanding and not knowing all the time, which is really around the vulnerability piece that comes into play. Mm -hmm. And so if you're able to leverage your C and your E, your AR, it goes even further. That's, that's amazing. You know, the one thing I hate hearing in my professional or personal life is you don't understand mm -hmm. because that immediately cuts off the empathy, that it cuts off any kind of understanding, cuts off any kind of resiliency. Um, so it's, it's just interesting because I think that's a, a great way to kind of box it up with a little bow on it because um, <laughs> it does lead to each other. It really does because it's also a mindset shift around. Yes. What am I asking? What don't I understand? Right. Right. And also from in that place, how much risk am I willing to take to become adaptable to change either being thrusted upon us or deliberately, right? Yeah. And the resiliency that goes along with it. So yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with you, Simone. I think every day in some way I challenge myself, like, why do I think that? Why am I believing this right now? Is it because I it's a learned behavior or is it true? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And they're not always the not same. pop that hot air balloon and let the hot air out. <laughs> 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 
What, what a great visual. So <laughs> Simone, what is your mission? My mission, well, my mantra for our company is voice, power, and confidence. And I say that because we all have a voice that we either choose to exercise and use or it gets muted, right? Mm -hmm. Our own volition. And, or then we also have within that our power that we either have not recognized and have not leaned into. So what we do is help people gain that confidence to find their voice, step into their power and execute to their greatness. That's wonderful. And that's all in the corporate environment, right? <laughs> that is both in all organizations and levels and people that we touch because we do work with um, the solopreneurs. We do work with organizations and yes, you know, because even as, as an entrepreneur solo, if you're, you sometimes are kind of um, second guess yourself, if you will, in terms of the gifts that you're giving to the world and who you want to give yeah. it to. And so I think there's also that um, empowerment piece that comes with it in terms of finding your voice and really executing well. That's incredible. Thank you so much, Simone, for sharing your time and insight with me and my audience. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.